Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fit Ben. It is a pleasure to be back. My name is Ben Lomas, and sitting opposite me is a man that Australia said, you know what, we like him too much, then we're going to vote and make sure he gets back as soon as he possibly can. Please welcome my co-host, my friend, Dilruk Jai Singer. That is... Well played, sir. Well played. That makes me laugh a lot. I didn't know what you were doing when you were mucking around with the phone. And then to find out that was it, that's fuck. That's amazing. Oh, I was about to censor myself by saying fuck, but I realized now I can say fuck again. <laughs> For the last two weeks, I've been trying to make sure I don't swear. Because oh, was that something that got told? You weren't, weren't yeah, allowed to swear? you weren't allowed to swear. It's a kid's show. So, yeah, for those of you who don't know anything about what... I wouldn't say it's a kid's show. It's family entertaining. 7.30. My kids, kids go to bed at 7.30 and then they man, wake up at 2 a.m. I land, I land <laughs> in Melbourne Tullamarine Airport at the baggage claim and a fucking nine-year-old runs up to me and goes, Dilrook! <laughs> and then runs off again. <laughs> Dilrook, you can't blocking me. Yeah. And here's a good question. I was trying to workshop this uh, in the jungle itself. What's the censored version of Cockblock? Uh, cockblock. Uh, oh, but they did have it. What was it? They didn't say cockblock they on the said, show. No, no. I call myself a bunk blocker. A bunk blocker. But that... it doesn't quite work. The sounds bunk... like you're a tradie. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Anyway, do we want to give context to people who don't know what this is about? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, we'd have international listeners. We do have international listeners who probably haven't, well, can't, can't watch the show. Yeah. Um, but then again, you know, if you were to download uh, the Ten Play app and try and watch it, uh, you'd be watching a lot of commercials while trying. <laughs> To watch the show, um, I uh, watched you work the for Channel Ten. So how about you promote it a bit? <laughs> no, I work for all of them. That's true, um, that's true, yeah. So uh, no, for context, uh, Dill has just come back uh, from the reality show. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Uh, you were in the jungle for how many weeks? Uh, I was there for inside the camp for about 14 days in a row. Yes, and uh, about. A day on the other side and a day on the other side. So it's about maybe a total of like 16, 17 days. 16 days. And uh, you, uh, you're you back. And you let's let's be honest, back a little bit earlier than we expected. Uh, and way earlier than I hoped. <laughs> yes. Uh, but hoped. put it this way. Um, I almost like a day in, I realized that all oh, my days are numbered here because of how many massive per, like people with huge followings in there. Yeah. Right? Like huge, like... Uh, there was someone called Charlotte Crosby who I didn't know about and I just, you know, just chatted to. And then after a few days, I realized, oh, my God, you're massive. She's got like 7 million followers on Instagram alone. And she's her, been living in reality television for the last 15 years. Her fan pages, the fake accounts that fans have set up have twice as many followers as that I do. <laughs> so, so once you start seeing that, my expectations started to curb a little bit better where I was like, oh, okay, look – you're probably not going to be able to go as deep as you hoped, uh, like into the show yeah. that you might get voted off early. And I looked around, and I literally had the smallest profile in there. Yeah, totally. And and for context, but, but yeah, but but to be honest, like the official record, as I was saying to any interview I did, man, I was shattered to leave early. Like I was really happy with the yeah, uh, like the the fact that I got invited to do it, and I was really like excited that, uh, and, and I knew it might be coming that I might be kicking the off, but it doesn't mean that I wasn't sad about leaving. I was shattered to leave. And early. to lead up. To it, and we'll, we'll put this context, but leading up to it, you knew how long before you were going in? What's that? That you were going into the jungle. Oh, the, going into the jungle? Yes. Uh, September. September. So you had to keep this secret the yeah. whole time, which right. is very, 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 very hard. Right. And, and we can we can reveal this now. Yes. So if you stay till the final week, if you're down to the last three or four or something like that, uh, the show makes special uh, flights for your loved ones to fly over yeah. and meet you in South Africa. You nominate uh, your loved ones to that and they fly them over and give them a fucking week holiday in a safari park, right? Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And I can now we can now say publicly uh, my loved one was going to be the wonderful Bel Lomas sitting I in front know. of me. I wanted to go to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, I'd already planned it. I was like, I'll walk across the bridge and, you know, yeah. go over there, see a giraffe. Hug so, me. Yeah, hug no, you. No, I, I was like waiting for you to mention me, but you didn't. <laughs> no, no. Because in my head, I was like, I'll see all the animals and then I'll, I'll see, see Dylan. I'll be like, you've got this. We'll win. And then I'll get massage, massages. And then, because in my head, I was like, I, I'm never going to plan a trip to Africa. Like, for one yeah, reason. What a I, great way to go. To I know. Paid like, for. Paid for. And, yeah, just 
Oh, man. So I knew uh, quite some time because we were like, okay, we know you're going in. Yes. Uh, I was going to be your loved one. We also wanted to bank up the episodes because we, we don't want to miss a week. We, right. We, we, we love our listeners and we wanted you to make sure that we could get some of our friends while you're in the jungle. Right. Uh, but then that but was we also we had um, – we have guest interviews with ready to roll. So yep. we, we had an actual, like, finally, Ben's talked about Excel sheets since episode one. I've, <laughs> I've never seen it, by the way, this Excel sheet that he has. But I finally created an Excel sheet yep. mapping out how we can attack this situation going, if I, get, if I go all the way to the end, these are the amount of episodes we need to get done. These are the episodes that we have to make it sound current. So that's why we did, like, a Christmas one. We did yep. a news one so that it felt like it was relevant as it was coming out because we didn't, I couldn't reveal yeah. That uh, you know, I'm gone already. <laughs> yeah. And it was really hard because I like part of me I was like, oh, this is so exciting. I know. But then it was like the amount of people would ask me is like, it's still is still going into the jungle. And I, I had to start making up shit. Like yeah. I, I was like, not possible, we're doing a live podcast on the sixth of January. <laughs> not happening. Um, oh, but I was, really? I got to make up shit. The amount it. of messages I got from uh people like um or like Husey, um because you we had a lunch. Uh, just yeah. before Christmas, like comedians' lunch, comedians' lunch. It was Dave O'Neill, Husey, Glenn Robbins, uh, Torno, yeah. Limo, and I was getting fucking drilled, Butchered. yeah, drilled about it, and and. Everyone's like talking about how well I played it because by the time everyone left, they were convinced it wasn't me. Yeah, it was you did Be- that. You did that very, very well because I was watching. Going, man, he's competent left, right, and center, especially with Limo because Limo's been in the industry. He's like, nah, nah, well, nah. His, his wife it's- used to book it. Yeah, <laughs> his wife <laughs> literally is the, the talent ta- talent coordinator, the casting person uh, for that. So I was saying to him, he goes, "Man, it's you, isn't it? You're going." I'm like, "Man, because I, I, I never lied. Yeah, if yeah, you noticed, yeah. I never lied." So they'd say, "It's you." Isn't it? I'd say, man, I'd love to do it. <laughs> and they'd say like things like, it's definitely you. I'd say, man, my parents ain't in town. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I never lied to any of my mates. I never lied to a listener. I never lied. I kept my dignity high by saying very ambiguous things like, I'd love to do it. <laughs> it was very, it was very hard. So then the day came, uh, uh, came up very, very quickly that you, uh, you got flown over there on what day was it? So uh, I flew out thirty first of December. Thirty first is celebrating. So can I quickly tell that? Story? Yeah, go. So my flight out of Melbourne was, uh, uh, was Melbourne, Perth, Perth, Johannesburg, Johannesburg. Uh, hood spread, uh, which is. Were you uh, with any other uh, celebrities in the jungle on that plane? No, because they have to keep everyone secret. It's so, so it's everyone private... had to. <laughs> no, well, everyone had to fly separately in separate sectors, and so that they don't co- co- cross over. Yeah. And so each of us had a chaperone meet us in South Africa to make sure we don't walk in front of each yeah, other and yeah. stuff like that. So literally, we'd have like this guy had gone the safaris with and stuff. But he had to go, oh, actually, we have to um, pull over here because another celeb's driving past and they don't want you to see each other. And like, So you had no idea till you walked down those stairs? Uh, I, I guessed Billy Brownless because if people saw his clue, it was oh, obvious yeah, it, it was, was him, so the way he was moving obvious. his hands and stuff. But then and his, his voice clue voice, was feline. Yeah. He says feline and it's Billy Brownless's voice. I'm like, that's 100% Billy. So I, was I knew it straight away. Yeah. Uh, the other one was Nikki Osborne, uh, a comedian. There was a bit of rumors about her going yep, in within true. the scene. But also there was a uh, person pointed out that the necklace in one of her hinted video clips that's is right. the same necklace that's in all her headshots. Yeah. So that was the two people that I knew for sure. And Miguel, which was announced publicly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how's this? So the flight, uh, Perth, uh, Melbourne, Perth, Perth, Johannesburg. And uh, my flight out of Melbourne was 9.30. So about four hours into the over oh, three and a half hours or whatever into the flight, this uh, my Apple Watch goes off saying midnight uh, and Happy New Year because oh, it's thirty first. So weird. So weird, right? But then I land in Perth uh, for my next flight at eleven thirty again. So I get a second New Year's <laughs> in Perth as it's flying. Apple Watch goes off again, and then about seven hours in the flight, the captain goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, it's mid- it's now midnight in South oh, Africa. That is Happy so New Year!" Weird. I had three New Years, <laughs> and you t- want to talk about? I think you've identified their how I am when I get back from a holiday with my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there is quite a obvious sadness when I leave them at any yeah. point. Can you imagine what I was going through having to say goodbye to mom and dad 
in Melbourne. Oh, yeah, that's so right. So they had to stay one more day in Melbourne because uh, the bookings got confused. Because originally I got told that I, I can fly. So they had to go to the airport by themselves. Oh, dude, the, like the amount of the amount of things that I had to juggle because of this. So they said that you can leave on the second. And so I booked mom and dad's flight on the first. Yeah. So I thought, okay, I can, you know, say goodbye to them and sort them out. Uh, and then they're like, actually, no, we need you to fly on the 31st. And they were right. Like they literally, yeah, the last, yeah. so it was because there was a phone ban from the second onwards and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But um, how, oh man, the heartbreak of just saying bye to mom and dad while I'm getting into this car and, and like, because they look after you, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that's yeah. in. It was, you know, the flight. We haven't even got to the, sh- yeah, yeah, we'll get to the show, but but uh, that would have been really hard. And then you flew over there, but I'm going to say your first uh, first big congratulating is when you, and for people who watch in the show, is when you enter the jungle. Yes, yes, I you, know what you're going to say. When you enter the jungle, you were the only person when walking down the stairs to not awkwardly dance with the African dancers. You walked down like a normal person, unlike every other person who awkwardly danced like that. Never seen dancers before. You walked down and went, Oh, hello, hello, hello. It was hilarious. I was like, and that's when it hit me. When you walked down those stairs and I was watching everyone else walk downstairs, I was like, Oh boy, <laughs> you are really now fucking in a reality show. And that's when the personalities were coming down. I was like, Holy fuck balls. You are, you're in, you're in yeah. for one hell of a fucking ride. Right. So I was, like I said, I was an open micer in, in play, you know, in a, in a comedy night with Dave Chappelle, Jerry Seinfeld, yeah. Chris Rock. Yeah. Just like <laughs> big, big reality people. Yeah. And so that was the first question is for people, uh, and we'll tell the people, the people who were in with. So you walked down and you met Aaron, who was on Love, Love Island, Island. Uh, Rhonda, Rhonda Birchmore, Birchmore who, Tanya Hennessy, Tanya Hennessy, and Nikki Osborne. Nikki Osborne. So you knew Nikki. Uh, I knew Nikki from stand up. Some stand up uh, comedy. Uh, but had you met any of the others? Never. No, but never. So uh, did you know who Rhonda Birchmore was? Yes. Okay. But so I you... didn't know, uh, like, she didn't have an impact on me because of the hair, hair stuff would have been before. Yeah, yeah, right. But, I, but she's time. big enough for me to know who Rhonda Birchmore yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't know who Erin was uh, at all. Um, I have to admit, when I saw it, I had no idea either. And Tanya, I saw that she had been uh, performing at the Comics Lounge and it actually made it to, yeah, <laughs> I gave a shout out at the Comics Lounge. <laughs> and so those boys were really excited that I gave them a shout out. And so my first words to Tanya, I was like, oh, you were at the Comics Lounge last week or two weeks ago. What have you yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it was. And that made it to, yeah, which is great. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't know who they were. Uh, and that was the first group of people that I met. And then they took us to a trial. Yeah, uh, and then afterwards we go into the camp and we meet the other ten, other five. Yeah, the other five. Yeah, uh, from that five, I knew Miguel from the fact that it was announced that he was going in, but yep. I ne- never met him. Never met him. Didn't know who Tom Williams was. Didn't know who oh, Ryan yes, Gallagher. That was before your time before as well. My time. Yeah, Ryan Gallagher didn't know who he was. Miff Warhurst, I knew and yep. I loved, and I was so excited when I saw her. Yeah, and then Charlotte had no clue who Charlotte was. Yeah, which ultimately Charlotte is originally from Georgie, uh, Geordie Shaw. Geordie Shaw, correct, uh, and has pretty much been working on reality television her whole life. Her she, whole life. She has her own show called Charlotte Show that's in season three, and it literally just follows her around during her life. Now she. There's just so much to unpack. Okay, but go, you go. But she is, of all the people on that show, she has to be the loudest. She is in absolutely everything. She knows how reality works, reality television works, than anyone, better than anyone I've seen. I've worked in reality television, but she she was amazing. But she, I will say this, that's all authentic. Like she is exactly what you see. And she's probably... The people I ended up being close to. Well, not all of it's authentic. Like Wait, th- those yeah, lips sure. aren't real. <laughs> <laughs> and see, she would love that joke. Like that's why I like. So she and I became really close mates. I think it's a lot to do with the fact that I had ne- I didn't know who she was, and she didn't know who I was. So we just connected as humans. Yeah. And I think it must be a while since she's met or had to interact with someone who didn't know who she was and could Google her. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So I think because of that, we connected really strongly because she, I liked her because I liked who I was meeting yeah. as opposed to me trying to, like, you know, talk about Jody Shaw or something like that. Well, how many people in the jungle had it who knew you? Did, like, Oh, I think the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that there's a cameraman dressed up in khaki in the jungle going, hey, let's do it. No, we don't see the cameraman. So there's the, the way that it's set up is the where we sleep and stuff. It's, oh, it's all, all set up. What do you mean? 
So all the cameras. Well, they have to so move. There, there, there's cameras on you, and there's just boots that are there standing in that they can swivel through. Yeah. But you don't see them. It's all oh, yeah, cam- yeah, yeah. They're in camouflage. They're all. Cum- yeah, yeah. No, that's like, what I'm saying. They're in khaki. Like, yeah, you can't- yeah. The only human we get to interact with that isn't part of the camp is the the guy who changes your batteries in the middle of the day. Oh, the soundy. The soundy. Was he South African or was he Australian? Uh, South African, I okay. think. Right. So uh, so he's the only other connection you have. Uh, the rest is the talk talkie where you talk into yep. like down the barrel and there's different producers that you chat to then. Yep. Uh, but otherwise, it's just these 12 people that you talk to for that whole fucking time. But uh, on Charlotte and and uh, and Erin, they were like – and. Pretty much everyone got along really well, yeah. and that's all true. Like, it's actually, I think it's kind of fucked to show up for the producers because no one's being a massive asshole, right? Yeah. Like, everyone's genuinely getting along and, like, a really strong friendships. Like, Dale Thomas and I, within an hour of meeting each other. He's a legend. Within an hour of meeting. Great. Uh, uh, Collingwood great. <laughs> Carlton great. Uh, he's, he's actually the only player to uh, play over 100 games for both Collingwood and Carlton. Ah. So when he has, if he has a father-son, uh, father-daughter yeah. rule, he can get to choose between the two. Um, but listen, <laughs> within an hour, he and I talked about how important therapy is and why it's important that men should cry more yeah. and, and that we will like made a pact that if we feel like crying, we can go to each other and have a cry and not judgment. And that, that happened within an hour. And that was played, that was played, that group chat, because you're all standing in a circle. Were you all standing when you took? So I've, I've, I haven't had time to go back to any of the footage of... Uh... And, that, and that's true because there wasn't enough footage of you. <laughs> Okay, let's so just get fucking straight so through it. We're 16 should, minutes in there's technically fucking here we go. Okay, and I can do it. You don't have to do it. You have to say platonic or whatever the fuck you need to do. But there was not enough airtime. <laughs> Listeners, and, and I loved it. You got behind our man 100%. I absolutely loved it on Instagram. You voted. It was there. You could not present. But there were moments where I was like, where's Dill? Where is he? I, I want to see my buddy. I know how funny he is. I know how good he is. I have never used the term on social media as much as I have to say, I want to see him eat Impala anus. That is all <laughs> I wanted in life. I didn't really care about if he yeah. went out first. As long as I saw you eat anus, right. I was so happy because right. I wanted Australia to see you not only eat anus, but then go, you know what? I'll have fucking seconds. That is <laughs> That, I double anus. Yeah, double anus. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was get like, double pasta, yeah, double anus. I knew you'd do it. Uh, I, I, that's what I think. My next year show, cheat anus. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the thing. Like I watched, I, I watched every step away, and I know so many of our and listeners. I should say did. thank you. Like the reason I'm not cutting you off is because I want you. I like the train you're on, but thank you everyone for the support, and especially you, Ben, as well. I I came back and I f- was listening to the episode that you put out, the short five minute thing, and I said you made me piss myself laughing. Uh, and also shout out to your fucking brother, who oh, is absolutely new. Hilarious of social media, oh. the number of people that have asked me to just go back to him because his posts are better. I was like, and he, I agree. I've said it multiple times uh, that he's the funniest in the family, mate, and now he, people can see it. People yeah, saw it for real. He was so funny. He got behind you every step of the way. It was really, it was so funny. I, I think this is the first time ever over social media. I've got to know someone like you know, oh, like right, you know, right, you're one right. of my dearest mates, and now I've got to know your brother, but never in this kind of way like it's just really funny because we both had the same cause to try and get you to do what we want we wanted you to do the tucker trials like that was the thing that we wanted you to do we wanted to eat stuff i i i fucking wanted to do it as well because if anyone doesn't know so the way it works is you get voted in to do these challenges and the challenges always fuck they're either something to do with heights snakes things biting you or eating really gross stuff. It's various things. Electrocution was one of the things. So it sounds weird to say it, but I really wanted to do something because I had, I believe, 11 days in a row of not getting picked for anything. So, And if you don't get picked for the trials, you're just in that same space, the camp area. Because they're out all day. They're out for half a day, yeah. And there's like – and in a weird production point of view, you start to go, oh – well, if I'm not in a trial, then there's very little they can use for the episode. Exactly. Because, because the trials take up a chunk of the episode, right? And then if you're not in a trial and they're not getting airtime, then people aren't going to vote for you because exactly. it's, just, it's just sort of this spiral effect. Okay. So my, I, so this is there's so many things. We're dancing around it. Who was your favorite person in the jungle? Miguel. 
Miguel, okay. So like, Miguel, it loves a lot of people who I loved, uh, loved, and I can't wait to be mates with them uh, afterwards. And well, I'm not saying officially, but we should have a few uh, future guests. Yes, totally. Which is totally. going to be really exciting for us. So I'll just sizzle that, saying that there'll be should, there should be some one, Very at least it. one of them yeah. <laughs> will be there. Uh, but yeah, hopefully more because I became so close with these people because you can't help but become close. Well, and like, and this is the interesting. So I watched it with my partner Maya, and we yeah. don't watch much reality television, but we were invested in this. And that was the one thing that this is one of the few weird moments that you actually you know take away from being in the workplace, but still you actually have to work to do stuff, but you are with someone, engaging with someone you've never met before without any distraction. That doesn't really happen at all in this world. No phone, no yep. nothing. Like yep. You have is, to connect. You have to connect with this person. There's nothing else to do. Right. And and that's why the show is so popular because you get to see these personalities like Rhonda Birchmore who has apparently never been on TV without makeup. And you get to see that aspect of it. You know, you see like this, the real version of these personalities yeah. that you got to know. And I've worked on shows with Rhonda Birchmore where I've seen it every time with her personal makeup person. Right, like, right. Like that, that's... Yeah, she talked about how it's going to be weird for her because she's been in the industry 40 years and it's the first time she's not having makeup. And it's a really interesting chat about that. Um, but um, Miguel, but, but having said all of that, and I love Rhonda, I love Miff, uh, Charlotte and Erin were probably my closest sort of friends in there. Ryan and I just hit it off like an absolute bromance. Me and Dale, like I felt like a real brotherly connection to Dale. And of course, he's you know, currently seeing Charlotte, and that no, that's Ryan seeing Charlotte. Oh, yeah, Ryan yeah. seeing Charlotte. But but Miguel, man, I can't explain to you people enough how much of a good dude that guy is. Like the if, if people watched uh, the episode when Tom Williams gets e, e, um, eliminated. Um, he refers to uh, he, about talks about Miguel, and it's all true. Miguel just gives so much to everyone. Like he he's so selfless in there, but well, he's, he's never. Cooking. But he's unstoppable. As in, in the sense that you go, or at some point he's gonna lose that because it's hard. How are you, how are you gonna maintain that much kindness and that that much soul? Like he's just such a good soul. But also he can cook. So, and then know, on top of that, he's cooking for everybody. You don't see the sacrifices he's making for people. Um, putting his uh, his comfort uh, behind and letting other people feel bad, like he will take time to chat to people. Man, it's he he plays the role of a brother. He plays the role of a dad. He plays the role of a friend. Okay, so he's he's, he's your favorite. Oh, by like a country mile. I, I I don't know if he can win it because of how like Rhonda has been amazing with her because she, she's an uphill battle because, you know, it's quite tough for her to be in there, but she's smashing it. Yeah, she, Charlotte she's a- is so funny. And, and here's the thing about Charlotte. She's great on the show, but she's even better in real life. The amount of shit that cannot go to air because of how inappropriate it is for the time slot she is one of the funniest people I've ever met. But she's also the skill at reality television. This is what blew my mind away because we, I was fighting because I was, didn't think there was enough airtime for you. Like I wanted to see more right. of Dill. Which it seems to be a common feedback since I got back. So people yes. need to realize that while we're in there, we have no phones we have, and they don't tell you. You have no idea. And you don't have any <clears throat> You don't have any idea what uh, what's going to air. But what Charlotte does, which was just freaking so brilliant, is she is so good at saying grabs. Grabs that are perfect for television that you can just fucking grab it out and then just say something. And what laughed at what, is there a moment where she's doing the dishes and she's asking herself questions and then answering them. I was like, holy Holy cow. Like she knows when the cameras are on, she knows her all the time that she can then just embrace the world she's in, which she's done with Georgie Shaw and her own reality television. But to then be able to do it yeah. was just a, a skill in itself. It's like her own monologue, but then also commentating on her own monologue. Like in any other situation, that's lunacy. Right. But in that show, that works. Oh, man. She is such a pro. And uh, just, uh, again, like I did, wouldn't have, if you showed me the list of people going in and if you told me that by the end of it, you're going to be closest to Charlotte and Erin, I'd be like, that's very unlikely. We come from completely different worlds and I can't well, imagine. they are two attractive women. <laughs> uh, which is probably even more of a reason why I probably would have said it'd been hard to do, get, you know what I mean? Like, uh, totally, totally. You know I mean? You go like, oh, no, I'd probably be, be too weird around them. If they, yeah. you know, sometimes, Man, we just bonded so like, like 
Erin's one of the funniest people in there. She's such an asshole. Like, and, and the whole thing with her is like they were saying that uh, she went on that show to show a different side of her. Now I didn't know what the side was that, before. Yeah, I think she came off. I think in previous shows they portrayed her as being like a real bitchy yeah, uh, yeah. person. But she's she's a wonderful like okay. she's an asshole in terms of like sarcasm. But that's what people don't understand. in comedy for our world. Yeah, that's what we love. Yeah, we yeah, love yeah. roasting people. Yeah. In in reality, it's like oh, this is a bit harsh. She's like fuck <laughs> off. It's funny, and I'm with. Her. And that's why we got along is because we both have yeah. wicked senses of humor. Uh, she and I were the same, like different sides of the same coin. So where I would think that, oh, okay, that's really funny, but I won't say it out loud because that's, you know, you're going to hurt someone's feelings or whatever. She'd just say it. Yeah, and yeah. so then we'd end up like pissing ourselves. So there's a whole bunch of stuff that, again, I'm, I've been made to say that hadn't gone yet. So she and I were doing the dunnies every yeah. morning. And we just so it was no flush toilet. That was a question from one of our listeners. There no was no flush, flush. It was a so drop toilet. It's a drop. So there's a bucket. Uh, the buckets. Uh, sort of. There's a sorry. There's a commode that's built around. Like it's a box you basically sit on, and there's yeah. a lid and stuff. Uh, but under the lid just goes into a bucket. As in, sorry, the the hole yeah. is a bucket. So it's like a normal drop toilet that in, in Australia. Like I know I've never did. I've never I, seen a drop toilet, okay. but I think it's like that. Yeah. Okay. And so all you do is replace the bucket every morning, right? So you don't actually have to clean up the shit. No, 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 because you just because I've just finished. At, yeah, I went camping and I was trying to explain to my kids like we, there was a drop toilet at a campsite, uh-huh. and like I was like, "What do you mean? There's like there's, where does it go?" And it's just like I was like, "Oh, it, it, it's you just poo on other people's poo." Right. <laughs> Dayo so goes, "Are we creating a poo mountain?" Oh, perfect. I was like, yes, we yes, are. Yes, yes, so That's what it is. So what you do is you take a poo, let's say if you're doing number <laughs> take twos. Take a poo. Yeah. It's like take a ticket, take a poo. <laughs> you have a poo. You take a shit. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have a poo. And uh, that's interesting language, isn't it? You have a poo. You take a poo. You but take a shit. You take a shit, but you have a poo. Yeah. But the shit and poo are the same thing. Yes. But isn't it the action of like the poo is the subject and the shit is the action? No, what's if I had a pile of shitty in here? But I'm not say, having. Oh, you can say I'm having a poo. You could say that. Yeah, but you won't say I'm having a. Oh, having I'm not a taking. Shit. I'm not I'm taking, taking a poo. Shit. I'm taking a shit, which therefore makes it the action. Yes. So, yeah. but you can't say I'm. I, I'm, I'm having a poo. Could you ever say I'm having a shit? No, yeah, I'm having. Yeah. A, I'm having a piss. I'm having a piss. You can say I'm having a shit. You and, can say that. and you're taking but, the piss. But if but you're you taking the piss, I'm you're making fun of someone. Anyway, English is complicated. So for our next lesson, we're going to talk about the spellings of T-H-E-A, T-H-R-E and T-H-E-R-R. Okay. Okay, so you do that and then you tip uh, coal, uh, sorry, uh, sawdust. Yeah. You put a layer of sawdust to absorb the moisture and then you tip coal for the smell. Yeah. And surprisingly, the smell's not as bad as you think. Some of the coal and sawdust works really well. Oh, the sawdust is because it's really common in festivals now. Uh-huh. So when you go to festivals, right. you get the little sawdust. So Erin and, and then... I bonded over the dunnies and we became really good pals. We uh, we even had a dun- dunny handshake thing that we did, and which she and I did what at the, the end. What the hell? That sounds gross. Yeah. Oh, no. It's like because uh, you have gloves on, by the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, when I got ejected, when I got uh, eliminated, she and I did our little secret handshake as I left. Yeah. And again, uh, we would have loved to see that, oh, but yeah. it didn't fucking make it to it. Uh, one of the other <laughs> questions I asked about is Rhonda Birchmore grabbed my face and says, you know, Dill, what we're grateful for, we're grateful for you being a wonderful human. That was because every night at d- dinner, I would make everyone say two things that they're grateful for uh, being in there. You you're serious, are you? Yeah, so I created a game where you had to tell the things. Yeah, that you why, why, why wouldn't we want to show <laughs> For fuck's sake. Oh, there was a, there was, yeah. There's, uh, there's, okay, so we, we've covered that one. So okay. your favorite, who was your least favorite? Uh, who I, was, were you like, come I, on. Uh, I'm I'll shove you gonna, down that drop toilet. I'm not going to answer that. Oh, what? I'm not going to answer yeah, that. It's the same as everyone else's, Perez. I wasn't there for Perez. Uh, so it is someone who could it be? The sound guy. Tom Williams. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. Uh, you're not going to? We want to know. Oh. It was a very question. Okay, who did you not gel as well with? There we go. That's a lot gentler. It's a question. It doesn't mean you dislike him. You just didn't have the connection as you would if you were with Aaron. No comment. <sighs> okay. <laughs> was very Man, I, I've been media trained. <laughs> yeah, but this is a podcast. It's different. Yeah, well, I just got back. Can you fucking give me some uh, time? Okay, yeah, he's got back. You've been back the how many days? still on. Uh, six days? Four days? Six days. No, uh, will you reveal no, six days. once the show's over who you didn't get, didn't gel with as much? I got along with everyone. 
<laughs> That's not true. It's not true. You take the game one game at a time. It's a four-point game. It uh, feels like an eight-point game. Uh, it's also the boys played really well. We just have to pick ourselves up uh, after every, you know. God, that um, is just ridiculous. Okay, so when you're in there, and, and this is again for people who are watching out there, is mm-hmm. did you go in with a game plan? Because no, I had a feeling old, that everyone else did. And apparently I needed to. <laughs> It was phenomenal. I had no game plan. My only my only thing was I wanted to make sure I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Because yep. if there's anything that I'm good at, it's gratitude. Yeah. And I was very grateful that they even called me up. Like yep. I and, and that that's why I think I had such a good time the whole way through is because I, I would still wake up and do my meditation. I would still list my gratitude list in my head. Yep, you and created then, that gratitude game. Uh, game uh, which, you which, <laughs> which we loved. Every we loved Rhonda bringing it, calling back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> without yeah. any context. Yeah, uh, that was the, that was the other. So that was fourteen thing. nights where basically I made everyone go around make. T- yeah, like which is like and, and I felt like there were quite a lot of things that you put in place that that were referred to, but then we wouldn't know because we didn't see it. Yeah. And I think that's what was frustrating for a lot of our listeners is they were like, we knew because of this podcast and because we talk to you and we share our most intimate moments about how we better ourselves and how we have fun in life, they were like, okay, well, let's see. The rest of Australia can see that. Right. And that's, right. And that's the thing. Oh, that, well, you know, the, it's a big show. And the producers <laughs> have, uh, it know, is. It is a of- big show. But there was like – but there was like they were missing out because when they showed your overall package, there were bits in that package that never made it to air. And when I say bits, it was like sixty percent, sixty percent, if not more. You know, the producers and it is have a tough job, Ben. Uh, <laughs> They have a tough time. They got to edit the show every night. You know, they edit into the into the day. So you know, this, this is great. This is great stuff. I wasn't expecting it such a straight battle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the show is on air still, um, so um, NDA is still uh, still uh, still in, in place. No, so, but look, there's there's no point in me taking that attitude. No, no, I totally done. agree with that. But w- I the guess the fact what, that I even got introduced to a whole new bunch of people that would have never even heard of me is pretty great. Yeah. Uh, so these you are the, after Perez. So you left the Perez came in the next correct. day. Uh, yeah, so I got kicked out on a Thursday, and there's no show Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday he was sizzled, and then I think he entered camp on Monday. Now, do you know but, that there's no show on the Friday? So you were yeah, there we for got, Friday, Saturday, so you get told. Yeah. So what the hell are you doing over those so, two days? Fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> it, those are the hardest days. Uh, I'll give you my meal. you only get one meal? That's it? No, no, no. Let me explain it all. Okay. But I want to get this out of the way. The official statement, which has gone public um, on 10 Play and all these other interviews I've done. Um, I loved my time in there. Yes. That's 100% true. Oh, I, I was, Don't doubt that for a second. I was gutted, absolutely shattered, really sad to leave as a, a, a first. Yes. But, I, and I wasn't expecting you to be first. I had someone else in mind who I thought would leave before you. Sure. But I, uh, I was gutted and shattered to leave, but I saw it coming, which meant yeah. that I wasn't surprised by it. I saw yeah. it coming like a week ahead of time. I was starting to just crunch the numbers in my head uh, in terms of uh, how big the, the followings of everyone else's were. Uh, but even the reaction of the campmates in your elimination when they're like, uh, it's uh, so they go, they're like, Tom Williams, it's not you. Uh, and then they go to Charlotte, who love it. I mean, again, a brilliant actor. was like, Charlotte, it's not you. Duruk. It's maybe you. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, it could happen. Daisy Thomas, it may be you. Oh, it can't be Daisy. And I was like, well, why can't it not be Dill? Oh, someone said that? Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. why can't it be Dill? And, and then they go, Charlotte. They can't be Charlotte. I was like, and then you, like I already knew just because I know you so well and you have one of the worst poker faces in the world. It's like as soon as I saw that, I was like, he knows. He knows. Yeah. Well, I wasn't trying to poke a face no, at no, all, no. though. But that's the thing. So many people are on that show. Because you would agree at the start. No, when- so the reason why everyone was so, uh, bla- not blasé, but when they mentioned my name is because I had spent the last two days saying goodbye to all Yeah, of them. and we don't know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so I literally. Like, so you I, knew. We knew that there was going to be an elimination that week. That was the hint yeah. that was given to us. And 
I basically had made a, I was like a decision that it not decision. So Tanya, Tanya, and this is before your trial as well, the one known trial you did. Well, the second one. So the first one you went into it. So yeah, the first one is on as soon as we entered. Yeah, and but then, then the, the second, second one, one was the bingo ball thing. Bingo which we ball. Can talk about, but uh, but um, even after that, and because the bingo ball thing got cut short, and I didn't, oh, you know, yep, like, yep. Uh, Why so, didn't they let you keep going in the bingo ball? As by myself, because yeah. yeah, Nikki, who I did it with, has vertigo and she couldn't continue on. But it was part of the rules that it had to be both people, which you the, know, were the rules they made up. <laughs> <laughs> now listen, uh, they uh, so I knew that that I was definitely a like, if not definitely going, a good chance of going. Yeah. So what I did is again because I'm very conscious of my mental health. I was like, okay. Um, if it's going to be you, make sure you're enjoying these last few days a lot. True. So I, I took my time with almost everyone one by one to really have a moment with them. So it's kind of like I said my goodbyes. Like I was like yeah. I was on death row yeah. and I was ready to – like I didn't want to go. I was really sad to go, but yeah. I was not underprepared. You know, it's like kind of yeah, – no, no, that's, no, no, no. that's how it felt. It's like Tanya was like, oh, Dil, you're talking like you're definitely going. I'm like, no, I'm not definitely going. I hope I don't go. Yeah. But if I, I said it's it's hope for the best, but uh, plan for the worst is yeah. how I put it. So I was planning, going in case this I do get kicked out. Yeah. Then I want to make sure there was no stone unturned. Like my last, you know, uh, trip to the waterfall. The waterfall is my favorite place. It was like the one little area you can visit that isn't in the main camp. Man, I just stood there by myself for fucking thirty minutes, just staring at it, like yeah. absorbing the shit out of it, being really reflective on what a great experience this whole thing has been and stuff like that. So. I was prepared for it, but it doesn't mean that I wasn't sad about leaving. Do you know what I mean? I really yeah. was sad to leave. So that was what I said. And then in terms of official statement, again, I said this to Template. Uh, I was uh, really – the like the regrets or disappointments I have from it is I really am – I'm sad that I didn't get to do an eating challenge or a heights challenge. Yeah. I really wanted to see Especially how- the one on the treadmill. The yeah, treadmill the had treadmill your fucking one. name written over it. Tre- like I was voting, voting, voting. I ran out of so much fucking credit. How, how are you going to compete with 7 million followers that Charlotte has? I know. And, and I, that was the thing. I was like, it is so hard to compete yeah. with that. But then yeah. again, like, and, and that's her followers in Australia because no one else can watch this outside. Oh, no, they can because your brother. They can vote. No, no, Well, let's not talk about that. <laughs> my brother just has some sneaky ways. Ah, uh, okay, okay. But okay. Uh, but uh, if everyone knows, he's a VPN. It's like yeah. a blocks you, geo blocks you, and you can watch yeah. it. Yeah. But uh, so here's the thing: if you are Aussie, if you only Australians can vote to save you and keep you in. Yeah. But if you're voting for Tucker trials, it happens on Twitter and Instagram. That's right. Yeah. So international followers can do that as well. Yeah. So I. Uh, so I had 11 days, I believe, in the camp without getting called up for a trial. Yeah. That was really hard. So I went in. Uh, I banked up like so many therapy sessions before I went in. Yeah, understandably. And, and I was completely, uh, you know, like prepared for so many different things. I started cutting back on coffee before I went in. Yeah, was, that, I, that was another big question. That, that what, were your coffee, what were your coffee withdrawals like? So uh, it was. Because how many do you have a day usually? Three to four. Yeah. Throw long black. So they're double shots. Yeah, same. So uh, I by December, I got down to three. Uh, sorry, by December, I got uh, – by November, I was down to three. December, the first two weeks was two. And then the last two weeks was one. Yeah. So just before I went in, I was doing one a day. Still. And the first two days, we had contraband. People had smuggled in uh, coffee and and salt and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so in the teapot, uh, it was just like one sachet for the whole teapot. So it was very weak coffee, but it yeah. was enough to kind of get me by. Yeah. But then when that got confiscated, I had a headache for maybe one day. Did everyone bring contraband? Did you bring anything in? No, I got told by some people who were like, hey, are you going to the jungle? I was like, oh, I can't say if I am. But uh, they were like, well, if you are, make sure you take salt and pepper and smuggle them in and stuff like that. So, but I didn't. I was too scared to piss off the producers. Mikel took in so much stuff. Man, he took chicken stock in his underwear. <laughs> Amazing. In like Ziploc bags or whatever. Yeah. So when he, if his first uh, trial was jumping out of the helicopter, bungee jumping, yeah. uh, in that moment, in his shoes, underneath the, um, in his jocks was, I think, uh, uh, chicken stock. Uh, and in his shoes was uh, paprika. <laughs> Rhonda, Rhonda brought in chili, chili flakes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Erin bought packets of sugar. Um, who else? Someone brought uh, sashes of coffee. Uh, so there was people. People planned. Did to anyone do bring it. in coke? Rhonda. <laughs> no, I, I was trying to think of who was the most likely. Uh, but no, I. Um, 
Yeah, I said officially that I was really bummed out that I didn't get uh, called for we this trial. We were all bummed out. Because uh, that was the one thing I did not anticipate. I did not plan for that. I assumed, because I didn't really know how the show worked. I just knew you do fuck things. Uh, I didn't realize it was audience voted. Yeah. And I didn't realize that I was going to get to the stage where I'm just going to be sitting in a camp for 11 days straight and having not seen anything outside that camp. That was really and, hard. And this is what killed me, because I, and I love to know from the listeners if if I was not the only one. If it, this show, I have never yelled at the television as much as I have than any other fucking show I've ever watched. In what way? Because I'd be like, I'd be like, I'd be watching something, especially when the Tucker trials. I'd be like, uh, and it's you. I'd be like, fuck, fuck no, put my mate Dylan. Oh, we've already seen her. Like, like, why are we watching? Like, no, not again. I'm like, okay, we'll wait for the next one. Um, it maybe you shut. Like, it was. I was so, yelling at the screen, going, "Just let him watch him guzzle that food down." Right. Because then the whole thing was like, "Because then, as soon and again, look, you will play a straight bat." But you know what? I don't fucking have to. It's that thing. <laughs> it's that thing where I was like, I was like, that relationship between Ryan and Charlotte is that real? Yeah. I mean, if it is no, it's if it, not. If it's not, if it's not real, they they fooled me because I was right there in between them. I was there for the first week. You were literally. there for the sex sandwich. <laughs> no, there's no sex. In fact, the big bombshell, <laughs> so to speak, that I dropped on um, on uh, Chrissy Salmon Brownie's uh, radio show was that I pashed him before she pashed him. Oh yeah, that's right. They had a little peck, lip to lip peck, but I gave him a good pash. Yeah, because um, that was the funny thing. Because that was probably your biggest thing is that they showed footage of you cock blocking. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, Charlotte, Ryan, Ryan. and Charlotte, and they yeah. were like, "Dilrock." Yeah, that's why that nine-year-old ran up to me and said, quoted yeah. that line, "Dilrock," which is great. I became a meme, so that was nice to get <laughs> uh, get that out of it. But I, I was man, so like, the, the, I, it's hard to explain how difficult that element of it was because you would understand as a stand-up comedian. Right. One of the best things about our job is being in control of your content. Yes. You are in charge of what your what 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 your your creativity is on stage. Instant You'll make response. those decisions. The instant response and feedback, and then recalibrating based on that feedback. Yeah. But in this show, uh, this whole thing, I knew I wasn't going to get the feedback, so I was prepared for that. Yeah. I mentally prepared for myself going. Yeah. Don't go crazy uh, overthinking it because I overthink everything. But don't go crazy overthinking it. Don't go crazy overthinking it. You're just going to be fine. Just be yourself. And if people like you for yourself, that's great. If they don't like you for who you are, then you shouldn't be friends with them anyway. So, yep. you know, as long as you are yourself, you are bulletproof. That's what I kept telling myself. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. I think but- I even messaged that to you before you left. That was my life. Just be yourself. Yes. Just be yourself because yeah. uh, that's why I love, love you. That's why right, I, right. our listeners, our fans love us because like, you're yourself. Yeah. There's a quote, I think, is it Dr. Zeus maybe, that is those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter. Yeah. Right? And that's kind of the – Great what, philosopher. <laughs> well, it makes perfect sense, doesn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, it does. It does. But um, I did not anticipate the trial thing. I did not know that it required – a social media following to get picked for the trials. Yeah. That means that I could have gone through the whole thing having never fucking done anything. And also, and also because where you're coming from in your life now is like losing the weight, your career's going well. You're coming from a happy place, right? And that's great. That's what we celebrate on but this But not podcast. for a TV but show. But not for fucking reality. Right. You need because some of them came out there and within 36 hours. Of course, they had their hardship stories ready to go. I'm not saying they weren't genuine. They just had a game plan that's like, hey, this is here. Here's my vulnerabilities. Bang. Okay? And with that, like whether you had that and you do have that, but also you've done so much work on yourself that it's like, well, for television, celebrating that, wow. I mean, that's great. But (laughs) we'd rather see someone crying and having a meltdown about whether she's going to date this person or not rather than having someone going, you know what? I'm feeling pretty grateful today. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? There's an editor going, nah, nah, nah. We're just going to the meltdown. Are we going to the meltdown? Yeah, we're going to the meltdown. Yeah, but what about that bit about Dilra where he's really grateful and really appreciates every day? Yeah, nah, cut that. <laughs> there was a moment where you go into the Tok Tok, which is the uh, the camera that you talk down the barrel to, and the producer is saying to me, like, oh, you um, – you're a big foodie, you know, you love your food. Uh, you're struggling with the beans, rice, and kale. I'm like, nah, 
Because, you know, it's been made by one of the country's best chefs. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and, and you know what? I've done intermittent fasting. I've done fasting for 72 hours. I'm fine. Yeah. I guess that was not the answer they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were like, because underneath their nose, because I know, because the producer's sitting left of the camera and just going, uh-huh, yep, okay. That's the next question. Yeah, next question. And there'll be usually cues going, did he cry? No. Did he have a meltdown? No. Okay, well, hopefully we'll get him with the next question. <laughs> yeah. So, I see, but this is the thing. I didn't. I saw, so, okay, let's put it this way. I'm not an idiot. After three or four days, I realized, oh, yes. that's what they want. Yes, yes. And I became aware of it, but I wasn't still going to compromise who I am. I wasn't yeah. going to put, turn on the waterworks no, for no, the no. sake of getting on camera. If it happened authentically, I don't mind. I'm yeah. a crier. I love crying at movies, yes, right? Yes. But it had to be authentic. I wasn't going to play that game. In no, that sense, which a lot of people do, and some people are natural. No, I'm not cries. saying that they, 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 they're necessarily consciously doing it or not. I, I don't know that. But they opened that 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 where they are because if you think about it. But also, sorry to cut you off, man. But it's also the show brings that out in you because yes, you're yes, deprived yes. of sleep, you're deprived of food, food. you're missing your family. Oh, the biggest. There's one. a lot of things that are going against you. Unfortunately for me, I had worked on all those things. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And that's what I was thinking. Like, you are you are the only this is, person on the show who didn't cry. Right. And, and and this is gonna show you like how much like my mental strength was undoing me. So I needed an anchor to bring me to reality, some sort of thing that makes me if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I wanted like a, a memento or a totem or a, like a little thing to knock me back into reality. An eyelash brush. <laughs> well, that's what Erin's was her eyelash yeah. brush. Um, for Daisy Thomas, uh, Miguel, they smuggled in photos of their family. Yes. Which was contraband and they had to give it up. Yeah. And so when they gave it up, they were really bummed out. There was a lot of tears and stuff like that. So mine was my token of my my totem that i would tap into when i was wanted to ground myself and feel a bit good about myself was my ganglion cyst on my wrist <laughs> this abnormal growth on my wrist cuz i know growth. i'm like i know they can't take that away from me so i was tapping them <laughs> sounds like war what do you mean? Like it's like that's, that's what you do. Like yeah, you can't. So they can't take away the cyst. So that was my thing. That's how <laughs> mentally strong I was in there. So every time they would say, "How are you feeling?" I was like, "If I'm being honest, I'm fine." <laughs> like yeah. I'm a little sad that I didn't get picked for the trial. Like I'm really gutted that I didn't leave. But my because my mechanism is to kick in as soon as I feel sad and overwhelmed. My brain just fires in all the things that I'm grateful for in spite of it. Yeah. So rather than sitting with the sadness and bringing the sadness into the talk talkie and crying about it, I'm like, yeah, this really sucks. And I really am losing my fucking mind not leaving the camp. But you know what? How good is it that I get to chat to Billy Brownless about yeah, you know, yeah, things? Yeah. How good is it that I get to play golf with uh, with um, Daisy, Thomas Daisy Thomas or, or you know connect with Aaron? That was a that. smart one. I was like, yeah, of course, be there, practice your putting. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I got I learned about putting. Anyway, but my point is, I guess those things don't make for a good reality show. No, because <laughs> reality shows for for even the ones I've worked on right. is the whole idea is you want drama and you want people. At their most vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. And with that, and and, and I'm and sure a, I would have broken later later on. Maybe if I stayed a bit longer, there might have been cracks, and then I might have come and, off. But also, like, but the, the the through line because all these shows need a through line. If, it, if it's the relationship, yeah, uh, between that, uh, it's Rhonda Birchmore's uh, classic uh, stories throughout showbiz, which they yes, would have played it. Yes, uh, I think I'm pretty sure they probably, from a production point of view, would have liked a little bit more from Billy Brownless, but uh, he was there as well. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they. People wanted to know more about what he yeah. went through. But again, it's all that comes down to the edit. Yeah, which and is kind of interesting because when I saw my highlights reel, yeah. um, I was because I only saw that's the first bit of me that I saw in camp is when you're sitting to Chris sitting and talking to Chris and Julia after you've got kicked out, they show here's your highlights package. Yeah. And I saw some really lovely things. Charlotte saying, Oh my God, Dill's yes. so funny. Erin was like uh, he's a very like puts himself ahead of everyone. He's got a good like Tanya saying he's very sensitive and he's great and blah blah blah. I'm like, oh, that's some good stuff of me there that, that I must have come off well. And then yeah. I come out of that and get my phone back and it's everyone going, 
Why wasn't any of that in the main show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Why didn't they show? Because there, yeah. was, there was one bit where they, you know, where you know, and your brother reposted as well. But like when you went on the inflatable pizza, yes. right? That got a lot of play because right. it was hilarious and funny. And I was in my head, I was like, "Yeah, that's great image." I was like, "Okay." So I think it was the next episode. I was like, "Ah, here we go. <sighs> here we go. Now we're ready to see." My, there was one episode. I was like, "It, it was you asking one question, <laughs> one question." I was like. Hang on. Uh, I was like, yeah, I so, get it. They, they, they're hooking up. I get, but yeah. I was like, but, but, but one question. Well, I suppose the good thing that's come off for me from this whole thing is, like I said, it, the, the being invited to do it is was the, my biggest win in the first place. And oh, there's a whole huge. bunch of people who have never heard of me who are now following me and coming to my show and all that's yeah. great. But is the fact that I guess people saw the highlights reel and were like, Oh, he must have done more. Yeah. As opposed to if they didn't have that highlights reel, you would have just assumed that that's a boring guy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You could have gone, well, he didn't do anything. He's boring. And it's like, and then people could have just run with that narrative. But instead, because the highlights reel had things like Charlotte saying how funny I was. Yeah. It's like, I kind of can just go, oh, well, people. But to think the amount of footage, like the amount of footage that is filmed, you are talking. 16 hours a day in that camp. Well, 24 hours, actually. Well, 24 hours. But let's say, oh, let's like just say a, take the eight hours of That was a whole, whole bunch of uh, things where Charlotte's... Um, Sorry, I love it. My watch just went, just went workout detected. <laughs> I'm getting so worked up. <laughs> yeah, thinks I'm working out. I've been doing it for 10 minutes right That's there. so fucking funny. Uh, but also, and also, and I don't know if we can talk about this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there was one relationship going the jungle, but they didn't even mention your one. With well, well, there there was there was Charlotte and Ryan, yeah, and Dylan, Dylan Rook and who? Well, I think the only thing to know that you were rondering someone's birch mall. <laughs> You're an idiot, uh, Rhonda. Rhonda, <laughs> here's something that I knew that uh, wasn't going to go to air, but I said it anyway. Yeah. Uh, the and an anagram of Rhonda, the spellings in her her name spells hard on. <laughs> See, and that shows you how much time you had. <laughs> like, the fact that you go down there to every, cause, like, you know what? You do know, you know what I mean? Like, because there's a bit where you, you, like, you have a list of questions, and then you'll you'll ask. Because was there anyone who didn't ask you a question about you? What do you mean? Well, because this is the thing. Like at the start of the episode, Erin uh, has a go at Tom for not asking her anything about her life. Charlotte had a go. Oh, Charlotte had a go, yeah. Right, right. Because right. he did make the assumption that, you know, reality stars yep. just, you know, do this, this, and this. Right, which right, right. I agree was unfair, but then mm. I could see where he's coming from as well, to a degree. Right, right, but, right. I but, saw that happen in front of me and I was like, ooh, here we go. Here we but go. Everyone got now, so What well day after. was that? Day one. Day one, yeah. Day okay. two, maybe. Maybe. So day one, we came into the camp at night, and I think it might have been the next day. And that's why I love Charlotte. If something's on her mind, she would just go for it. She doesn't care. I love her. She I is love, a powerhouse, but then also the power of the brand was also so reflective on Well, the I don't sh- think she sees herself as a brand. She just happens to be no, one she of She doesn't, but the world does. Right. She just can't help but be funny all the time. Yeah. Like and, so, and not just funny, just interesting. She's just a fascinating yeah. human being. Uh, what was I going to say? But she doesn't stop talking. Like, is there ever a moment where uh, she. She did not stop talking. You have no idea how funny she is because I actually I don't think I can even say some of the things because I'd like to get her permission to tell these things. And I'm sure she wouldn't care if I did, but I'd rather have, but the stuff that we, so her bed was next to mine. And as we were going to bed, like we would chat into the night. Oh, she is so fucking funny. Here's, oh, this is what I wanted to say. So going in, they were like, what do you think they'll camp people are going to be most annoyed about you. And I was like snoring, snoring 100%. And secondly, I said maybe my laugh, right? Because I laugh a lot. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, there's not one bit of footage of me laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but in the highlights package, in the highlights package, <laughs> there's just a whole bunch of me just cackling like a maniac. Oh my God, and it makes I you wonder what I could have been it. cackling about, right? I know. I, you <laughs> just, oh, you hit the nail on, oh, my God, you're right. There is not, because there there's so many shots of you just asking a question. <laughs> oh, yeah, how did that make you feel? <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, d- did you change in a different way? And then it'd be like, and then the conversation, conversation, and then you'd have one question. So you were part of the conversation that would then just focus on. Look, it's a big show, and they go. 
Det er virkelig, jeg er... Men like I said, the official statement is like, I was, I was gutted to not get uh, uh, more um, uh, challenges and trials. I really wanted to do an eating one, and I really wanted to... Because I think people underestimate how bad it smells. Like, it's one thing to describe and see guts and balls and testicles, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they add like funky smells like cheese they might purposely put like a cheesy smell or whatever and that was the bit worse. where i cried i reckon i cried the laugh is tom in that last ending trial is, oh i missed it but it's, I heard it's really so funny, funny it's so yeah i've heard because it. he's he's already throwing up while other people do it so it's just so funny yeah, yeah. and you just like see dry red and his whole body's taking over and he hasn't even got to his eating bit yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what made it so funny. Like, right, and I, I wasn't expecting that part of the show to be so funny. Like, I, right. I, I was like, oh, I'm not going to like this. When actually, it's so funny because you're squirming, but you're also laughing. And you know, yeah. you know Rhonda uh, Belchmore, like she was really belching. Right, and that was it, it was hilarious. It was like, you just didn't see that coming from there. Sound sounds like fun. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, I'll be honest, like I was like, part of me was like, when I, it was if even the feeling of me, because I was so glued to the television and on the socials and trying to, and I was like, when you when you did go, part of me was relieved. I was fucking exhausted. I couldn't even imagine what you were feeling like, but I was generally exhausted, going, oh. Well, like, because if you were in there again, I'd be like, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Like, let's go, let's go, let's get him, let's get him, let's get him in the tug control. And then part of me, I was like, I, I was generally leaving. I was disappointed. A, I wasn't going uh, to South Africa. And B, I was like, oh, I, the big one was like, I just wanted you to see eat anus. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? It can oh, happen in real life. Here's You've a, probably here's, already done it before. Here's something else that you can relate <laughs> to, right? Um, when I left, when I left for the thing, one of the biggest things in my head was like, "Oh, there's going to be some good uh, content for stand-up." Yeah, I've got five. <laughs> I got, I got maybe maybe three minutes that I can that I think was good stand-up, but you know. Because <laughs> it was but, like, oh, well, I can pad that out for twenty, twenty-five. No, because honestly, I just got along well with everyone. Like you thought, if someone was being a fuckhead, then that might be fun to talk about on stage. No, I what about the magician? With... Did you get along with him? Such a good guy. I, really, I find him kind of fascinating. He's a great dude. He's very like you know because uh, com- comedians and, and magicians. Let's be honest. It's, 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 well, they... we talked about that. We talked about how strange it is that that there is this weird divide between yeah, us. Yeah, really weird uh, divide. No, but we cause cause Cosentino. I. Can't wait to catch up with him when he's out of the jungle. We got along so great. Uh, yeah, it's oh, so many questions. We, we've got to wrap up. We're so, <laughs> we going to have to do a follow-up. Do but we have to do a follow-up on the episode. Uh, well, you know you know what we'll do is uh, I reckon we should have uh, just – because there are people who will still keep watching the show. Oh, I'm still watching it. I'm so a big so, so like, like Now like a, it's like this thing of my mates and I like like literally yeah. you've become so close to all, all of those, so except for Perez. I didn't meet Perez. Yeah. But everyone else, you're so close. Like, man, I cried except watching – Except for that one person you didn't like. No one. I got along with everyone. But oh, he's playing uh, straight back. He's playing the, straight back. Uh, I uh, I teared up so much when Tom Williams left. Like it was so hot. Like for me because I'm I was. It's a really weird feeling to watch the show on the Sunday when um, yeah, yeah when I was back in Melbourne, um, and I was watching it and just seeing the footage. And just looking at the jungle going, I was there two days ago. Yeah, that would be that, that's like a, a head fuck. It's a real massive head fuck. Oh, I have a story that I should have told. Uh, I'll fi- finish up on this. Okay. Do you want to do a Wayne, by the way? No, no, no. Let's finish. Like, up on shall this. I just tell people what the Wayne was? Yeah, yeah, go, go. So I, uh, I clocked in. So they weigh you with your shoes. Okay. <laughs> I love it that we have a preference with Wayne. It's true. We, we, we yeah, go. So. No, but the shoes are these steel cap, they're fucking huge, heavy. Yeah. Like they're like three kilos. Did you get to keep the shoes? By the way, I did get to keep yes, the shoes okay, and that. the hat and the hat. Yeah, uh, and whatever the clothes I was on my wearing on when I left. But um, but I really wanted like the raincoat and stuff that says Dilruk on it. They're like, oh yeah. no, we we got to keep it. I'm like, why? Yeah, what? <laughs> fucking hell. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, what was his story? The kilos, first of all, yeah. is uh, so they weighed me. And before people might know this, the lead up to my exit to the jungle was um, 
my parents were in town. Oh yes, and it was Christmas, of and it's course. fair to say, fair to say that I was pretty festive. Yeah, um, and that's that was a really heartbreaking thing for me to be away in the jungle the day that the episode came out with my parents. Yeah, um, which I, again the feedback, including the downloads, it was uh, it's a huge app, and I, also uh, so we need much- to talk about that episode because of what it meant to me. It was yeah. like, I'll say it, it's my favorite episode. Yeah, without a doubt. Because of what it means to me. I mean, it yeah, might not totally. be the best listening for everyone, but to hear my mom tell me that she used to feel guilty to yeah. feed me because of how much I was eating, was I'd on. never heard that from her before. Yeah. So that was pretty full on. But uh, so and also, but li- also getting to know your parents. Like I got to know your parents over the last month. Uh, it was, it's been very lovely. We went to the cricket, yeah. we went out for lunch. I got to catch up with them a couple of times. Very, very lovely people. Because also uh, it's a, it made me see a different side of you. And which is really, really important because people forget that sometimes, that especially when you're an expat and you come to this country and you have made it your own, you've made a career about it, you do get to meet other people's parents and you understand where they come from and their mm. friends before they were in comedy. I, I didn't have that context until I met your parents. That understanding your background, um, that your dad worked quite often yeah. away, like all that kind of stuff. But you didn't even know I was Sri Lankan until they were here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Sammy Peterson had a stroke. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, no, uh, so that episode meant a lot to me. I think that what it, what it, uh, the, 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 the uh, sorry, I'm getting a little bit emotional here. Yeah. Uh, is I know how nervous they were, I yes. know how much they didn't want to do it. They were really, really nervous and apprehensive. And the fact that they did it 100% because they knew what it meant to me, it means well. It was like the best gift they could have given me in that moment because I didn't – I knew that they were doing it for me. They didn't want to be there. No, they didn't. And then they relaxed into it and they were really great. Uh, uh, But, yeah, so that was really Most softly spoken people we've ever had on the podcast. For sure. But that's how nervous and scared (laughs) they were. were. I was like, the levels are up, the levels are up. Yeah, but they didn't want to do it. So you've got to realize these are two shy people. Like, I'm, I'm a very, like... You know, my up and God. about person, but my parents are very shy. It's anyway, kind of... so it meant the world to me that they did it, uh, and I'm sad that I didn't get to. I haven't even heard it back. That's how uh, because it's been. Yeah, your brother has heard it. My brother heard it before yeah. uh, I went. I wanted to. He, I wanted to know what he thought before I went, so I sent yeah. him the raw footage. Um, anyway, so then um, I had put on a bit of weight because mum and dad were in town. Yeah, and um, they weighed me wearing the boots and the jacket and everything. Yeah, and. and I hundred on the dot, on the dot, like literally hundred points. And you wouldn't have a photo of it, would you? Because you couldn't have your phone with you. No phone. And I was like, oh no! But even though I know that the shoes, (laughs) the shoes are three kilos. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll bring the shoes in. We can actually wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and see, Uh, the shoes are three kilos. The uh, clothes would have been another kilo at least, maybe. I was like, let me fucking take my shoes off. They're like, no, no, no. We want it consistent. I'm like, ugh, fine. So it was hundred on the dot, and it hurt because I was like, I fucking avoided that triple digits for so long. Yeah, 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 totally. And I just saw it. I was like, ah, you fuck. Anyway, but I was like, that's so funny because I dipped under for the first time ever while you were away, and then just dipped straight. Really? Five killer. Yeah, right. So then, anyway, when I got out again, uh, I was 94.5. So in two weeks, I lost five and a half. Uh, but to be honest, I'd been sculling like pasta and mango juice and stuff like that before. You before went, I went. You, like, you went, you went hard. What? You went, you, you like you, you ate a lot before you left. Oh, before like. I left, so sorry. I'm talking about the day of the second weigh-in. So I got, <laughs> I got, I got ejected. Uh, or what do they call eliminated? Yeah. And then yeah, I was like drinking heaps of juice and Coke and Fanta. Like I had my first Coca-Cola in um, in two years. It was disgusting. Yeah. I'd, forgot, I'd forgotten because <laughs> Coke used to be my favorite drink. Yeah, it used to be, but, yeah, totally. Uh, anyway, so so I got down to 94.5. So I'm assuming I'm probably around 93 at this point. But anyway, yeah. so that's a Wayne. I'll finish this story. Okay. And we can go out on this. Uh, I flew back uh, that day. So you get kicked out on the Thursday, uh, Arvo, uh, South African time. Yep. Thursday night, you do a whole bunch of radio, like over yep. 20 interviews from yep. 8.30 p.m. till 10.30 p.m. Sorry, 11.30 p.m. Yeah. Because that's when Breakfast Radio is in Australia. So you totally. do a lot of pre-records. I chatted to Nick Cody. Yeah. Uh, oh, hilarious. And it was really great. Uh, in fact, uh, while I'm doing that, so you do a lot of press. I'll just play you a little bit of an audio grab from my uh, interview with Nick Cody. And... Um, this particular bit, let's just be because it was a pre-interview. They could edit it out, but yeah. this is him. Oh, hang on. Sorry. Sorry. Here we go. Sorry. Sizzle. 
Oh, huge season. Why didn't the volume go down? Thanks, H, mate. Thanks, Dill. Thank you, Legends. Thanks so much for chatting to us. Well, Enjoy the pool, you fat fuck. So, yeah, so obviously we're having a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, the next morning you do a cross to project. Yeah. Uh, early morning, South Africa time. Oh, that's and right. And then yep. you're on a flight in the Arbor. Yeah. So it happens really within 24 hours you're gone, you're, you're right? Gone. Yeah. Uh, you can stay if you want, by the way, like, but it's on your own dime. And, yeah, and, and, but I was like ready to come home, right? Yeah. Uh, but on the plane, so you fly business, uh, flatbed. I hadn't shaken the feeling that I wasn't in the camp yet uh, anymore. Yeah. So one point in the plane, in business class, I woke up screaming because I thought I was in like a in, in, in like some jungle creature was attacking me. <laughs> Fuck. Can you imagine how scary it would have been for everyone else when a brown guy is just yeah, suddenly yeah, going, just- ah! Then it was one of those guttural, guttural screams where it wasn't like a high-pitched one. It was like a, uh, 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 like that kind of like awful, like someone's dying kind of scream. What did the air hostess say? Nothing, because then I shut up and I was like, if someone walked in, I just want to pretend like it wasn't me. Because then I realized that way, right? Then I went into a deeper sleep. And then just before landing, there's a breakfast service and they, the stewardess woke me up. And I swear to you, Ben, you know, I won't lie. Yes. Uh, um, I'll, I'll even say I'll swear on my parents' life. For 30 seconds, maybe 20, I could not. I, I, was, I, sh- I got woken up by the stewardess and I thought I was still in camp, right? And the stewardess was an African woman <laughs> and I thought Rhonda Birchmore was doing blackface. <laughs> I, well, she I, wasn't. I had said I. I swear to God, I'm like, I was like thinking to myself, you didn't get makeup for the whole show. Why did you do blackface suddenly? Oh, that is so and, funny. And, and I swear to you, that's what my brain convinced me was this is Rhonda Birchmore in blackface. And here's the saddest part. I started clapping. <laughs> not, not from a, not from a like, like, Ugh. from like, I was like, oh my God, Rhonda, that's crazy. You can't do that. Like a nervous thing. And I'm clapping. Can you imagine what the stewardess was going through? I know. So she's waking me up with a hot towel and I am pointing at her face <laughs> and laughing and clapping. Oh, that's well. Man, and then she gives it to me, walks away, and I still go, what's up with Rhonda? Why is she not? Because this is how fucked my brain was. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you, again, 14 days in a row, it was only 12 people that I could talk to. Yeah, and it was a one setting. And weird, fucked up sleep every night. Like. Weird, fucked up sleep every night. So this flat bed, this narrow bed, must have convinced my body and brain that I'm still in there, and I couldn't break away from it. Like for thirty seconds, and when the penny dropped, that was like, oh, dude, you're out. You're on a plane. Yeah, it was one of the scariest feelings. I can Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, right, I can imagine because it's, it's also- like I was sleepwalking and then getting yeah. woken up that you're like in a new location. It was haunting. But then I started laughing, remembering that I pointed at a black woman's face and started laughing at it. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe you've done all that with your face. Oh, and I love it. Hey, hey, it's Saturday. That's where it started. <laughs> it didn't true. start there, babe. Yeah, Rhonda Birchmore is not a person who will do a black face. She's one of the sweetest people and she's very, very... She will swear. Uh, and we will recap because remember that there's a lot of things we covered. We oh, yeah. covered most questions. You put out a shout out to the listeners to for questions, which we were hoping to get through today. No, we got through quite a few. We got through oh, I, yeah. I asked them. Oh, so okay, I asked cool, them. So we got right. through quite but a few. Have any more? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's uh, put it out we'll to have anyone a jungle listening. corner, uh, yeah. and then we will find out uh, other things that you may want to know about Dylan the Jungle. I also did love it when you uh, screwed off the GoPro. That was also a funny very moment. Funny. It was very funny. Yeah. Uh, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, again, uh, thank you so much uh, for your support uh, for Dill throughout uh, the. Uh, his time in the jungle. It was much appreciated. Of course, our support for our podcast. Uh, again, uh, it's 2020. Our main aim this year is uh, uh, we would, of course, uh, love to do more live shows. There's something we'd like to oh, do. Oh, yeah, we did one on January 6th. Um, and also <laughs> January 6th. Um, and again, we'd like a whole bunch of uh, new reviews. So hit iTunes uh, and then again, spread the podcast. Uh, we're going to have got some uh, amazing guests we want to get on this year. And we've already had a you know, great one to start off with uh, your parents. Oh, and Sammy P's episode year, last week was good really good. Good feedback on Sammy P. People loving him. Absolutely loving because him. I reckon he struck that lovely balance we love, which is of heart as well as humor. Yeah. Uh, he was amazing. He was wonderful. Now, do your shows on sale? 
It is on sale, comedy.com.au for all details. Uh, a uh, show is called Victorious Lion, which is a translation of the name Jai Singer. But Victorious Lion now is pretty fucking ironic because I got kicked out of the jungle first. <laughs> yeah. Far from the king of the jungle that I was hoping to be. But uh, yeah, man. Grab tickets, grab tickets. Uh, my uh, show is on sale. Again, I'm only doing Melbourne this year. So grab a ticket. Uh, they've got two for one special. So uh, head there now. It finishes oh, the yeah. end of January. There's a, there's a two for one special. So Two for one for special. And also for listeners, if you want to get in early for any other nights, type in the word love. I will give you a 20% discount. I just want to fill my shows uh, with fans and people who want to celebrate. Uh, The show's coming together. I'm really, really liking it. Um, So, yeah, please buy a ticket. When we see the sales, pre-sales, it makes a a big difference for us. So um, Huge. Thank you for your support. Uh, We will be back here next week in the pod studio. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thanks a lot, guys. We love you. Bye. Love you. Good to be back. Hey.